Welcome to That Smart Hustle, a podcast for women who are ready to step out of society's expectations, discover their sole purpose, and work their light. I'm your host, Kristen Martin, a full-time author and creative entrepreneur. My mission is to impact as many women as possible to go after the very things that set their souls on fire. If you're ready to stop playing small in a world that is desperate for you to play big, you've come to the right place. Let's dive in. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to That Smart Hustle podcast and welcome to episode 83. Today, I want to address something I think we're all probably familiar with, and that is worry. How much time do we spend worrying? Worrying about our finances, our relationships, our health, our lives, what our parents think, what our peers think, if we're doing enough. And what's funny is that we spend so much time worrying about things that will probably never happen, but because we think about these things so much, they wholly consume our focus. The more we focus on worry, well, the more we worry. This may come as a shock, but your focus is single-handedly your most powerful weapon. Because once you focus on something, no matter where you're looking or if you're even looking at all, you tend to find it. Here's an example for you. A little over two years ago, I decided that I wanted to buy my own car. To clarify, this was when I was still working at my full-time job, so I had a company car and a company phone, but I'd had plans to leave at some point. I knew it'd be smart to start making that transition sooner rather than later so that when I finally did quit, I wouldn't be left carless and phoneless. So flashback to that time where I'm sitting in my office looking online at the car dealerships closest to me, scrolling through all of the different cars, and I ended up settling on a white Mercedes-Benz GLK 350, which is the car that I drive right now. So I went ahead and scheduled my appointment to test drive it later that week and then went about my usual day. On the drive home though, I couldn't help but notice whenever I saw this car. In fact, it was the only car I saw. On every roadway, in every parking lot, in my neighborhood, all I saw were white Mercedes-Benz GLK 350s. Mind you, these were all streets and areas I traveled along often, so I couldn't help but wonder why I was suddenly noticing this car now as much as I was. Enter the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon, and I'm probably saying that wrong, but after doing some research, I came to understand that this phenomenon is a type of frequency illusion, a type of cognitive bias that your mind creates which explained why it felt like, out of nowhere, everyone and their mom was suddenly driving this car. According to the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon, my observation was correct. I was seeing it more, but only because I was noticing it more. Fascinated by this Bader-Meinhof phenomenon, I went down the rabbit hole of research even further and found myself looking into a concept called confirmation bias. And what I learned is that humans are evolutionary predisposed to see patterns, and we're also psychologically inclined to gather information 
that supports our pre-existing views. So that explains why after seeing something once or twice, our confirmation bias kicks in to say, yes, this view is indeed supported. Or in my case, yes, Kristen, this is a very popular car. So how exactly does the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon and confirmation bias relate to worry? I have tons of examples where when I focused on something positive, there was plenty of evidence to support that positive thing. But I also have tons of examples where focusing on something negative brought about supporting evidence of that negative thing. You see, when we worry, we're focusing on something negative. That's evident in the way that we feel. Anxious, afraid, nervous, unsure. And these feelings only amplify the more we focus on them, right? The more our focus is directed on what we don't want, the less it can be focused on what we do want. This is why awareness of our thoughts and the feelings brought on by those thoughts is so critical. The story that plays in your head, the one you're choosing to focus on, whether subconsciously or not, is the one that is most likely to manifest, especially when you have such strong emotions like fear and worry attached to it. So we go about our lives, our worry stories playing in our heads on repeat day after day, but then we have the nerve to act shocked when that worry story manifests into a real life situation. Really, Susan? It's no wonder that thing you were so worried about actually happened. It's all you've been focused on. You kept finding evidence to support your worry. You kept feeding it and feeding it until you gave it enough focus that it gained enough momentum to dump itself smack dab in the middle of your reality. And at the worst possible time, right? It's always at the worst possible time. The good news is that we have control over what we focus on. We can redirect our thoughts at any time so long as we're aware of them. We can choose a better feeling thought at any point in time, as long as we are aware of our feelings. So we can choose to think of a memory that makes us happy, of a goal that makes us excited, of a relationship that makes us feel appreciated. This is honestly what baffles me. Modern society has us so convinced that feeling is bad, that it's bad to be emotional or have any feelings about anything, when in fact, our ability to feel is the most crucial aspect of our inner guidance system. It tells us when something isn't right because it doesn't feel right. And that's hard to explain because it's a feeling. It's abstract. The point is, your focus and your feelings go hand in hand. If you focus on a positive thought, you'll feel good. Likewise, if you feel good, you're focusing on a positive thought, which means that you can't worry if you're feeling good, and if you're feeling good, you can't worry. The two are mutually exclusive. So the next time you feel worried about something, I encourage you to acknowledge the feeling, but instead of feeding it with more worrisome thoughts, Choose a thought that feels a little bit better and make sure it's one that you can believe, you know, one that you can actually get behind. The more you practice this pattern, the more momentum those positive thoughts will get 
And before you know it, you'll have rewritten the story that plays in your head. And it'll finally be the one that you've always deserved. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, please subscribe to make sure you don't miss anything. For more beyond this podcast, including information on my YouTube channel and webinars, visit me at thatsmarthustle.com. And for daily inspiration and writing advice, come hang out with me on Instagram at author Kristen Martin. I'll talk with you all again very soon. Cheers.